Have you ever been called a band geek, a theater nerd, cyber dork, studio rat, gamer punk, orchestra dork, book monkey, drama jock, poindexter, artsy fartsy, or just plain weird? Well then, welcome to Art Nerds. This is the podcast where we sit down with our nerdy friends, embrace our inner geek, and celebrate our art. And welcome back, my friends. This is Art Nerds. This is the podcast where we talk to our nerdy friends about their artwork. And today on the other microphone, I have a friend of mine named Terry Lee Sturdivant. How are you, my friend? All right. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. After many attempts to get this podcast, <laughs> get this episode underway, I think we finally got it. We are here live at Charlotte's in Danville. It's a lovely little restaurant. I highly recommend it. Um, but Terry... Where do you want to? I mean, you, you're multiple artists. Yeah, you're you're a, a bajillion threat. What would you like to start? Um, what is your art or arts? I would say my D and D podcast that I'm a part of. It's pretty exciting art that we're putting out into the world. I guess that is exciting. Yeah, very much so. And anything else? Um, I do pole dancing too. And I happen to know you're also a theater uh, yes, artist. Yes, I also do theater. <laughs> you're also a theater. So where do you want to start? You want to do? Uh, I don't know. Wherever, I guess. Well, let's start with D and D. All right. Okay. How long have you been at it? Um, around like 2017, I think. So I'm fairly recent. Okay, but that's still five years. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it seems <Just> recent. <laughs> Uh, how did you get into it? Um, I saw the play, uh, She Kills Monsters, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And um, my friend who was into D&D like, turned around to me, and she was like, oh, too bad you didn't understand anything. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, it was a really good show. What do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, so I started to get into D&D then, but didn't actually start playing until I graduated college. So. Okay. Yeah. So did you start playing as a player or? Yeah, as okay. a player. Um, had a really short, um, I directed She Kills Monsters later because I loved it. Right. And I had a friend, um, actually the DM for our podcast, he uh, DM'd for me and my actors in the play to try and get them associated with D&D a little bit and uh, try and get them into character. So, oh, so you played as kind of a... Yeah. Well, I tried to get them to play as their characters, but they didn't really want to. They wanted to be cool, exciting <laughs> things. and Sure. But, yeah. But, but, so. but you got them to play yeah. prior to the show, so yeah. there was some knowledge base. Yeah. yeah that's so a grand that idea. was my first real experience with D&D, and then we just continued from there. <laughs> uh, do you find it addicting? Yes. <laughs> I'll always want to play. I do, too. <laughs> you play once, like, ah, oh, that felt so good. <laughs> and then three days later, you get that itch again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I wasn't involved with everything else, because I would have a different one every night. Like, different group of friends. Yeah, I wish I could play on a weekly basis. Yeah. If I'm lucky, I get once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, same thing. Um, so tell me about your podcast. Um, it is called Quest Fest. And Quest Fest. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> short for Questful Festival. <laughs> <laughs> in case we get in trouble, there's two other things that are called Quest Fest out in the world. 
but oh. they have nothing to do with D&D or podcasts or anything. So I think we're fine, but... Oh, sounds good. Just in case we get in <laughs> trouble, we, we're going to say it's short for Questful Festival. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it is four players, and we each have three characters. So we yeah. have three different party setups that are all in the same world. So same same players. Mm-hmm. Each player has three characters. Yep. And do you swap back and forth between the characters while you're playing? Um, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's in the works. We might. <laughs> you're um, gonna have to listen to find out. I guess. I, okay, I have listened to a couple of episodes. Yeah. I have gotten started on it, and it is a lot of fun. You yeah. guys have a good time playing. Yeah, we just released episode ten the other day. Oh, fantastic! So yeah, so um, whose idea? Uh, brain fart. Uh, <laughs> um, this because I because we had talked about this earlier mm-hmm. about this multiple characters per D and D session. How did that come about? I mean, um, and have have you tried it? Is it working? Is it fun? I like. I, I want to know all this. Yeah. Um, it was mostly I think mostly um, our DM Brian Good. He. Uh, he wanted like something interesting and new to make us different than other podcasts because there's a ton of D and D podcasts now, and so we wanted something to like hook people's interest. And so far, it's been really fun, and all the people that we have picked as actors are very good at voice acting and making their characters seem very different. And um, but. Yeah, hopefully it's not too confusing for the audience. <laughs> we have the episodes labeled like which characters so that hopefully people know what they're going into when they start the episode. Right. So you're you're 10 episodes in. Mhm. How um how's how's, how's uh in terms of people listening how are, are... Um it's pretty good. We have um I think we have like 400 downloads. I think every, Do you really? I think I, every time we release a new episode, we have like 20 people that usually listen to it like the day of or the day after. So, wow. So yeah, hopefully we can... Congrats. That's pretty, those are good numbers for yeah. like 10 episodes. Uh, yeah. We had a bunch of friends really interested in it when we first released it. So hopefully we continue yeah. growing. Um, so tell me about your characters then. Um, <laughs> I'm because, like I said, I'm curious because I come at this from as a theater person, mm-hmm. and I'm always curious about your thought process about character building and mm-hmm. what kind of things turn you on that way. Yeah, and especially how you're going to do the same campaign, playing f- mm-hmm. how many three four three, different <laughs> yeah, and a couple one shots that are different characters too. <laughs> now, the one shots I get, yeah, <laughs> you know that's easy. Just throw something together, yeah. and have a good time, but. Maintaining three characters for mm-hmm. a long campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I play... Um, all of my characters have fun names, because why not? Um, bon Bon <laughs> Parsons is a gnome barbarian. Um, okay, I, I like that combination. <laughs> I a just, gnome barbarian. Yeah, <laughs> I really wanted a little tiny barbarian, and so... <laughs> that's how we came to that one. <laughs> um... My second character that is released is Richard Sucker, which is a pun. <laughs> um, he is uh, 
he is um oh jeez what is he <laughs> he's uh he was a human and he may or may not have been bitten by a vampire okay now um, i get it <laughs> <laughs> and um he's a cleric and he's very like unsure of himself and like just recently went through a divorce and he's a very like I feel like he's going to be the fan favorite because he's just so pitiful. <laughs> um, a, a cleric vampire. That mm-hmm. seems to be a contradiction in terms as well. Yes. I like those. I like contradictions. <laughs> but, uh, That's the interesting part yes. to me. <laughs> Actually, he wasn't going to be a vampire. Um, I said his name and our DM, I think, he was like, oh, he should be a vampire. That would be funny. And I was like, he is now. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and then my third character is um, Sheep Jeroki. Um, (laughs) I I have to say it in a French accent because I don't know if I can pronounce it otherwise. But um, (laughs) I I took Jeep Cherokee and switched the first letters. So it's Sheep Jeroki. Okay, and this character is <laughs> um, she is a uh, halfling monk. So okay, she's a the fighter. Okay, yeah, seems horribly ordinary compared to the other <laughs> well, ones. Well, yeah, but she's French. <laughs> Fair enough. So <laughs> French with an attitude, maybe. Yeah. So, but yeah. So my my characters are all pretty interesting. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And was the podcast your idea to put it on a podcast, um, or was it a kind of a group thing? It was kind of a group thing. I uh, was thinking about like all of my friends and how good of actors they are, and I was like, man, we could totally make a D&D podcast. And I messaged Brian, and I was like, hey, you're a good DM. You should make a D&D podcast. And he was like, actually, we're kind of already thinking about that. So I got invited to be a part of it, and so it's... Brian and me and my boyfriend Cameron, and then Justin Clett, who was already on this podcast. Yes, I, yes, we know Justin. And then my friend Ryan Fleming is also in it. So, yeah. One, two, three, four. So, four, four, four players, players and, and a DM. Oh, perfect for a podcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have listened to it, so I highly recommend anybody listening to go to it because it is a lot of fun yeah and these goofballs do have a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> yes and I, and I don't use that to be mean or anything but <laughs> it is fun it is a ton of fun um tell me about the pole dancing okay because I, mean, I think and again we've talked about this a little bit before um it's it had okay now i'm an old man <laughs> <laughs> and in my day that kind of thing was had these connotations of you know stripper sex club mm-hmm. kind of thing and that's changing isn't it yeah um there's a lot more people like getting into it for like fitness and um i go to defy gravity and they have like a lot of like fitnessy like conditioning classes and right yeah it's very good for getting in shape or losing weight and getting toned and yeah because it's it's yeah. It's, it's serious exercise. Yeah. It's serious work if you're... Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really not that hard. Like, my first class I ever took, I was really surprised by how I picked it up really quickly. And I've noticed other people, like, their first class, they come out of it like, oh my god, I did it. <laughs> really? So, yeah, it's not as hard as it seems. Okay. O- obviously, there are very hard moves that are really advanced. But, yeah, just going into it, like 
fundamentals level, it's pretty good. It's pretty easy and okay. Now, do you use it strictly for exercise? Because um, at least in uh, my perception of it, it's also turning into a form of performance mm -hmm. of dance. Yeah. Do you? I I think I use it mostly as like a dance outlet because I really. I would like to be a dancer. I just need to d do it more. But um, yeah, so I really fell in love with the dance side of it. And a lot of the girls have gone on to like big performances and competitions even. And really? yeah, and we have very good instructors <laughs> that go on and compete for pole dance. But and then um, Defy Gravity also has um, twice a year a showcase. And so students and instructors can uh, choreograph a dance and perform it. And kind of like a dance concert mm -hmm, of sorts. Yeah. So I've done that once as a solo and then once as a group dance so far. A, a group dance? Mm -hmm. Like a, a multiple poles? Or <laughs> Well, that one, Again, I'm learning on this yeah. one, so that, I, I have no idea. <laughs> that one was mostly a chair dance, so we had uh, like four chairs and two poles. And so we were all kind of spinning around each other and switching places, and it was very cool. Neat. Yeah. So That sounds... I'm trying to picture it in my head. It sounds <laughs> very Cirque du Soleil to a certain extent. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, they also have classes like burlesque classes and like chair dance and they also teach aerial there so you can do the um, silks which are the two fabrics, um, okay. the lira which is the big hoop, uh, you can learn trapeze, yeah they teach a lot of things. Have you ventured into any of these other ones? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I like them too. Okay. I, th I think I like pole dance more but... Why? Um, um, it's more dancey. I feel like the aerials are, you have to think more about where to put your body so you don't fall down. <laughs> Paul, you're, you're usually on the ground for most of it. Okay. So. <laughs> it's a little more yeah. uh, fluid, I guess, is the word. Yeah, it's a lot easier to make it more dancey, yeah. Okay. Is that what turns you on about it? Or, or I think so, yeah. Is the, the dance aspect of it? Mm -hmm. um, I also really like the fitness. I, I'm definitely much more like toned than I used to be <laughs> since I started pole dancing, um, and yeah, it's it's a good way to stay in shape. And I like the dance classes, and there's also sexy classes if you want to learn the more like sensual side, and I love those too. Um, but that's not the point of it, though. No, no, okay. it's it's mostly just fun and like expression. And Neat. It's a really good way to get people like out of their comfort zones and like more comfortable in their bodies and stuff. Right. So <laughs> way to go. Because I'm sitting on it. Because you're sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, uh, do you see yourself doing more with the pole dancing in terms of performance, or is it just one of those things that you do? Um, I will probably start doing performances more. I'm just kind of 
getting more comfortable like performing. Okay. Um, mostly just doing it for me for a while, but now I feel pretty confident, and I would love to be an instructor there someday because I really want to like teach people and sp- spread the good word. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had mentioned that it's a confidence builder, and because mm-hmm. uh, you seem very confident with it, mm-hmm. and then you have no problem talking about it, mm-hmm. and you have no problems expressing yourself from the neck down with it. Um, do you see that with other folks? I mean, um, do you see that kind of confidence building in other people, or? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, is this? Am I generalizing, or? No, I feel like it's it does definitely help people be more confident. Um, they have classes there called Fluffy Kitty classes, so they're for bigger people that okay. that might not be comfortable with little skinny people like me. <laughs> and so the instructors for those are great. They're lovely people. Um, but yeah, I have friends that have taken them and they're s- super self-conscious. Like I'm too big. I'm going to knock the pole over. And like they come out of it like, oh my God, I did it. And that was really fun. And I'm going to be sore tomorrow. And <laughs> But I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's, again, that's for me, that's an interesting part of it mm-hmm. is how something like that will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Transform your brain a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, We always suggest that people take videos so that they can see their progression and see how good they're getting. Um, A lot of people don't take videos at first because they're shy and don't want to film themselves pole dancing. Um, That seems crazy. But then, like, after a while, they'll start trying it out and they'll really like it and... A lot of people end up posting it on social media, which to me seems a little bit crazy <laughs> still. <laughs> but I have a Instagram so that people can check out my pole dance. But I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't post it on my like normal Facebook account or anything. Yeah, <laughs> but keep it tucked away in one folder. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. But yeah, I've been surprised that people are like very unsure if they're gonna like it, and then end up like sharing it with the world, which is really cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when you share it with the world, do you, what kind of fe- do you get feedback from mm-hmm. that? Um, yeah, it's people generally are really excited about it and like they're always amazed like, oh wow, that looked so cool. I can't believe you did that and like you're very graceful and you made it so look so easy and stuff and but and then people generally are like, where can I take classes like that? <laughs> yeah, I can see that being a confidence mm-hmm. boost. I can see that yeah. <laughs> your self-esteem going through the roof yeah. for that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is it difficult? I mean, you, you said it's easy to get started. Mm-hmm. What is easier and or more difficult, the physical aspect of it or the mental aspect of it? Um, I think, honestly, the mental aspect of it is harder to get over for people um i think physically it's pretty easy to pick up um the the way they teach the moves and especially at fundamentals level like they're pretty easy and pretty much anybody can learn them and it just it's a matter of you thinking that you can and like letting yourself be vulnerable and okay vulnerable i think that's Mm -hmm. another thing that i think Mm-hmm. Again, me being an old man and the yeah. old connotations, that is another one yeah. of the bigger aspects of it. Yeah, I think that's a 
big aspect for most people is that like they all have that like pole dancing is for strippers and right. like I don't I'm not that type of person and so they kind of have to get over that first mm -hmm. and then once they start doing it and they're fully clothed and <laughs> they're like oh this is kind of fun I like this yeah 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 because I um because it's interesting because uh I talked to Katie Baquette mm -hmm. on the podcast a month or so ago mm -hmm. and she does a lot of the burlesque stuff mm -hmm. yeah and she's saying the same thing it's just it's, it's a mental game a yeah. lot of it just getting started into it mm -hmm. would you recommend it to other people Yes, I would definitely recommend it. Um, like, whether you're old and frail or think you're too big and gonna knock over the pole, like, I, you can definitely do it. I I like the fact that it's that you included the age and, and the <laughs> body types. And uh, now, is there a lot of gen, uh, different genders at point? Because again, I'm mm -hmm. I, I'm coming from a very old old. Old aesthetic. Um, it's mostly female. We have had a couple guys come in and do stuff. Um, guys tend to like the uh, aerial stuff more, it seems. It's a lot more, like, strength-based. Um, we also have a lot of people that are, like, transgender or non-binary. Um, it's a very safe space for people. And But, yeah. But yeah, nice. Nice to hear mm -hmm. that it is such a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of the like the pole dancing, mm -hmm. do you have any like heroes or muses or do you people that you look up to mm -hmm. or is it? I'll yeah. just stop. I'll let you talk. <laughs> um, I don't want to plant ideas. I I don't really know any like famous pole dancers really um i follow some people on instagram that are really cool um i mostly look up to the instructors at defy gravity that i like first started with that really taught me like all the fundamentals and stuff okay and i got to grow with them and some of them are still teaching there and some of them have like moved out of the area but yeah i just love the instructors there and I feel like I look up to them a lot. And you want to be an instructor. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> For what reason? Um, I just obviously really like it and I want to share it with people and I want to point out what they're doing wrong so that they can feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want to teach people how to do it and show them that they can, mostly. Um, again, sticking to the, the pole dancing part, mm -hmm. um, what about, I'm going to use this weird phrase, uh, what about it turns you on? Um, and that, that can be, <laughs> and I use that phrase intentionally cause it's kind of ambiguous. So. Yeah. Um, I, I do really like the confidence that it gives me. I, I would always say like defy gravity is my happy place. Like whenever I go there and take a class, it makes my week better and but yeah and I like having an outlet to go and dance and I I personally really like the dance aspect that's a very like stress reliever for me right 
Um, so it's more than just exercise. I mean, yeah. there's a, there's a, for you at least, it sounds like mm-hmm. it's a big part of you, your brain, your week. Your, yeah, yeah, there's more to it than I think you're yeah. letting on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you wanted to go and just get a workout, they definitely have like conditioning classes that you can just go go there instead of a gym. Like, I I would definitely do that if I had more time and money to go there all the time. <laughs> Is there anything about it that turns you off? I think the only thing would be like moves that I still can't get and it's upsetting to me. Um, <laughs> like I, I'm pretty advanced, but I can't really pick up the moves to get into the highest level. I think the highest level at Defy Gravity is level three. And I just can't do the moves that I need to get up into that level. Um, so that part is frustrating. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, I don't know. I think I like I like all the people there and I like the different classes that they offer. And it's it's a little bit expensive, but pretty much the same as like a dance class. Okay. Yeah. But um, out of curiosity, and again, I don't mean to insinuate anything. Have you received any uh, negative pushback or feedback from family, friends, online, or um, about this? Because you have such a positive attitude about it, yeah, which not, I think is marvelous, <laughs> which I think is necessary. Um, not really. I haven't really gotten any weird. I mean, I've gotten, like, an occasional, like, random guy trying to hit on me for lo- liking my video or something, but oh. it's it hasn't really been too bad. Um, actually, I found it really funny. I um, do belly dance, too, and... <laughs> you haven't mentioned this yet? What? <laughs> um, but I do belly dance, too, and my dad, like thinks that belly dance is much more sexual and I shouldn't do that but he really likes pole dance because <laughs> because he can see that I'm like gaining so much muscle and he's like oh it's such a great workout you should continue doing that one and so I it's mean, <laughs> so it's so funny to me because I'm like that's like I feel like pole dance has a way worse connotation for like being sexual but I would think so too mm-hmm. but that's but I, I but then again, being a dad myself, I, yeah. would be, I don't want to see my daughter doing that. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So how long have you been belly dancing? <laughs> um, <laughs> we got another episode to go through. Um, I haven't been doing it much lately because the, the COVID and everything, we right. kind of stopped meeting up. But um, uh, hmm. I started doing that when I got back in the area after college, too. Okay. Um, so yeah, about the same amount of time, but okay. much, much less experience with that just cause we don't meet up as much anymore. Right. But yeah, we would, um, go to, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called. It's basically just a group of belly dancers all meeting up and performing for each other. And so it's very fun and everybody's in the audience, like making noises at you while you're dancing and, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So what's more difficult, pole dancing or belly dancing? Pole dancing, definitely. Okay. Um, belly dancing is also pretty easy to get into, but it's much more like you got to figure out how to isolate 
parts of your body and that I feel like that's probably hard for people to yeah. figure out how to move that way <laughs> but pole dancing is like easier and harder like fundamentals level is probably easier just to pick up but yeah as you get higher up it's definitely harder yeah i, I I'm, I'm eternally jealous of dancers <laughs> i mean i'm an old man i'm mm -hmm. big i'm approaching a santa claus status <laughs> in terms of my size um but yeah i think mm -hmm. it's but i think it's such fun that you've chosen I won't say the exotic, that's probably mm -hmm. the, but you know, but you've chosen kind of the fringe mm -hmm. of dance. And I love the aspect that you're so adamant about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've also played with like other types of dance, especially doing theater and stuff. Like right. had to learn a swing dance and that was super fun. Um, there's a little bit of ballet that I've learned just from, actually from pole dance, they use a lot of like conditioning exercises from ballet and stuff oh interesting so i've learned some of the words and some of the like foot movements for ballet and um uh learned a little bit of tap dance in college and okay that's amazing yeah <laughs> so you, one of your arts is dance yeah <laughs> straight I do, up dance <laughs> i do really like dance i would definitely love to like get more knowledge in the other types of dance but right. yeah but I, do, you, I definitely do like the more exotic ones <laughs> yeah the the unusual yeah. yeah that makes sense um going back to the D D for a little bit same set of questions in terms of D D, uh do you have any muses there do you do you um do you look up to anybody is there anybody that just um, makes it makes you want to work on it more or is it and again, I'll, I'll, yeah. I won't leave the question. Um, I think the biggest ones are, I first started, before I ever started playing, I started listening to Not Another D&D podcast. And, um, oh, okay. I've heard a couple of those, yeah. Yeah. I really like them because that was like my first real experience with D&D. And um, one of the players was brand new, so I kind of learned how to play with him like through the podcast. And they're just very fun and goofy, and I have listened to all of their things. And this is what my shirt is, actually. <laughs> it's from that podcast. Um, but yeah, I I think I'm starting to get into other like D&D groups and podcasts and stuff, and they're also very interesting, and I like them. But that was like the original, so I really like that group of people and listen to all of their things. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, do you find, okay, now this is, a, I think maybe a shared experience. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that the more people that I play with and the more people I listen to, mm -hmm. the more my own games get, are fun. I mean, yeah. do you steal like an artist that way? And um, I could see that, like figuring out like fun little shenanigans you can get well, up yeah. to. Yeah. But, interesting. Mm -hmm. Anything about D&D &D that turns you off? Um, maybe just how hard it is to schedule. Oh my God. <laughs> Trying to meet up with a group is so hard. Yeah. Especially nowadays for some reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, I don't know. 
but yeah, I, I agree with you with that. Yeah. And all the people in our podcast are also theater people. And so we're always in shows oh, and yeah. we're always in rehearsals. <laughs> and it's, it's hard. We try to have a day every week that we're going to meet up and record, but it tends to get skipped a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to start up a new group and it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's going to be five weeks before we get to the next mm -hmm. day. Like, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. Completely with you on this one. Last couple of questions here. Mm -hmm. You've got D&D &D under your belt. You've got dance under your belt. You've got acting, directing, pole dancing, belly dancing. Um, uh, you're an amazing talent. Is there any art form out there that you have not tried that you think you might want to? Um, well, I'd always like to get more experience with the different types of dance that I don't really have any experience with, but, um, I think something completely different maybe would be like picking up an instrument because I'm not great <laughs> musically. <laughs> I was in percussion and I learned some notes <laughs> and, but my boyfriend is a very good musician and so I always see him do do these wild, amazing things, and I'm like, huh, that's that's crazy. How do you do that? <laughs> so I think that would be something at some point that maybe I would try to learn. But okay, any instrument in particular? Um, I feel like I could pick up bass guitar, maybe. Okay, <laughs> it seems a little bit easier than normal guitar or, or like a normal like instrument like a saxophone or something that seems very difficult to me <laughs> yeah um i find it unusual that you're not into music being a dancer mm -hmm. you know because somewhere deep inside of you there's got to be some musicianship yeah. somewhere yeah no i love to dance to music i just can't play it <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um <laughs> is there any art form out there that you know you would never want to try um I don't know. Um, I feel like I don't have the patience to pick up <laughs> a, a lot of new things because I feel like a lot of the arts are very like take years of practice to get any good at and I feel like I'm already so involved in everything else and it would be so hard to pick up something new. Um, but, but is there something out there that you know that like you couldn't pay me enough money to get into it. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I think I could get into anything if I tried it and had somebody to like lead me through it. Yeah. But um maybe like painting, like realistic painting, like I don't know if I could do that. That's I, does it even interest you? Uh I mean a little bit, but I feel like I wouldn't have the patience to sit there and make a beautiful <laughs> art piece. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I would love to be able to do it, but mm -hmm. to start now, I might be dead by the mm -hmm. time I get yeah. remotely good at it. Okay, one last question. Mm -hmm. Is there, and I know there is, uh, <laughs> some places we can see and or hear your art? Um, the podcast is QuestFest, and we have a link tree so if you just look up Quest Fest Link Tree, it'll have oh, okay. all of the links to everything. We're 
on pretty much wherever you can get podcasts. Um, okay. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know where to get podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> the usual suspects. But yeah, I usually listen to them on Spotify, but okay. wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and then pole dance i have an instagram for and i'm cheshire kitty 95 and if is it okay if we put that link there oh uh, yeah uh, that's the, fine the, okay because i know some people may not yeah no that's all right okay well thank you very yeah. much for coming out this morning and yeah. finally getting this done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we fought really hard for this but uh yeah you're uh thank you very yeah, very much thank you Thanks for hanging around and geeking out with us. If you enjoyed the show, hit the like and subscribe buttons. And more importantly, join the conversation and leave us a message or comment. We'd love to hear about your nerdy art. Thanks again, and join us next week for more Art Nerds.